When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Absolutely no good behavior comes from obsessively thinking about something that you're insecure about it. So do something to address it or move on. All right, so on to the next question. Indeed. All right, so we've got some great questions coming in. Um, this is from Charmy Yo from Switzerland nice. on YouTube. Hello, Lisa and Tom. As an ex-obese man to be, what would you do to get better with women? I'm shy when I want to connect. How do I develop the verbal and relationship skills? Ooh. All right. Well, this is a terrifying question. So uh, the reason that it's terrifying for me is, and I don't know how much of this is just like the Reddit algorithm and how much of it is actually a growing problem. And I honestly don't have the answer to that. But the Reddit algorithm serves me a lot of content around guys approaching women the way that I used to approach women, which is fucking terrible, which is from a, pos a position of weakness and wanting um, approval and shyness. And I will quote Four Christmases like I do every time this topic comes up and say, watch Four Christmases at Christmas time. The uh, beginning, the opening of that yeah. where she says, I want a guy whose hand doesn't shake when he puts it up my blouse. Mm -hmm. And as crass as that is, like, I so get that. Now, when I say that that needs to be timed to a moment where the woman is very receptive and that that's where you are in the relationship, I, I want to overemphasize that. But it's a line from a woman in this case. And I get that. And I used to be the guy that actually thought that women would find it attractive, that I was a little bit shy and awkward. Like, oh my God, I honestly don't know what I was thinking. I don't like from the perspective of where I am now, I so understand that is the world's worst way to attract a woman. So to the person who asked this question, the first thing you need to do is really develop real confidence. Yeah. This is one of those times where it is so much better to find a way to project confidence, even if you're not feeling it. And I hesitate to say fake it till you make it, but that is so much better than displaying your insecurities. Like Jesus, it, that, is, that is an absolutely losing strategy. So if you feel very awkward about saying like, or, or projecting something that you don't feel internally, then put all of your time, effort, and energy into getting that confidence. Mm. Because, oh my God, like if somebody led, honestly, even a female to me led with just like awkwardness and shyness, like while I get, there's like a, you might find some sexual attraction for guys that really enjoy power dynamics. Like as a relationship, that just wouldn't be interesting. Mm. At least not for me because I am not, I am not a caretaker. That's just not my role in life. So 
I, yeah, I would not find that attractive. So this man, this goes out to everybody out there. Like, first of all, confidence comes from competence. So get really fucking good at something. Care deeply about that thing you're getting really good at. Your confidence is going to be, um, it's going to grow from that. Finding a way to be yourself, feel good about yourself. And one of the reasons that so he talks about a, a future obese person to a uh, formerly obese person to be, which tells me that maybe he's on that journey, but he hasn't quite gotten all as the way where he wants to. obese man to be. To be, right? So I read that as he's still sort of in transition. In, yeah. So the biggest part of the reason to, other than longevity and cognition and all of that, to get in shape is to actually feel good about who you are so that you emanate real confidence. Yeah. So yeah get the real confidence. Uh, I need to get way better at explaining this because this is fucking important. Like people need to get themselves to a point of real confidence. It is not sexy. It is not good for a long-term relationship to be awash in insecurities. We all have them. We all have them. I have insecurities, but I remember like you once said an offhand comment and I was like, uh, uh-huh, I'm going to remember that. And Do you remember what it was? Yeah. You said, um, yeah, insecurity is just not sexy. And I was like, oh my God. The truth of that was so apparent. But the funny thing is you're still very open about your insecurities to me. And yes, it's not but, that I, fi- I don't find it a turn off. Uh, so where's that you fine? Would, you would if it were obsessive. So, so where's that fine line then? Because It's I, not I, a fine line. Because, well, it is, right? Because I think that you being, if you were like, I don't have insecurities, are <laughs> you about I'm to ready. bite the microphone? I'm ready, yes. <laughs> so I think... Um, if you were like Mr. Confident all the time and you were like, I don't have insecurities, like I would find that a turn off because I know that's BS. It's like, like you said, everyone has insecurities. And the fact that you're trying to hide it from me actually shows that you're insecure about your insecurities, which again is a turn off. So there's that. Fine so can we agree that the only thing that's a turn no, off is insecurity? No, because so then there's a the fine line because I want you to have confidence, mm-hmm. not arrogance, and that's another big difference. You came in arrogance, I would be turned off immediately. Totally. So there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance, but within your confidence, when you started telling me your insecurities, there's almost confidence to that. If that makes sense, there it does. So that's why I said there's a fine line because if you're just always insecure, that mm-hmm. would be a turn off. If you're always pretending like you were secure, that would be a turn off. Correct. But there's that fine line between leading. With the, I'm just, the fine thing is, I'm just keep talking. But you know, like, yeah. It's like building over here. Yeah. For me to shut up so you can say your thing. Um, anyway, so yes, you get it. So basically, I think there is a fine line between how much confidence and how open you can be about your insecurities. I think you're absolutely right about there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. And that one is like learning how to play that is very, very difficult. And what I have found is when your identity is built around being the learner and you're like, you have real confidence. I can figure this out. I can learn it. Like nobody's going to be weird about that. Now, look, you could become an asshole. And when your rhetoric, and this is where I find that people really fuck up, when your rhetoric is just overly aggressive that like I can learn anything I can learn it faster than you and you're like trying to rub people's face in it Mm. like that's where it's going to get weird but like that one is tricky admittedly confidence and arrogance now the one that is not a fine line whatsoever is the difference between being insecure being honest about your insecurities and fucking obsessing about it 
leading with it, mm. letting it consume you, constantly seeking like approval. In fact, I'll just say that's the non-fine line. So all those things that I'm insecure about, I don't come to you and say, make me feel better about this in anything, not in those exact mm. words, not in the way that I'm a sucking, gaping wound about something, right? So at the end of the day, that's where people fuck up. You're trying to get the approval from somebody else that it's okay to be deeply insecure about that thing that you're insecure about. Let me just fucking tell you right now, it is okay. Be insecure about that thing. Don't wallow in it and mm -hmm. take action mm -hmm. about it. Now, I'll take the one thing that is very difficult and there's nothing you can do about it, being short, okay, for a guy. Hmm. Like that is- I going to say I'm short, but you mean men. For, for men. And here's the worst fucking part about it. Women actually do judge men about being short, okay? That, like just uh, the studies, right? So if you look at the studies, that's one of the things where it's like, yup, like if you're short, then that, that doesn't help you. I won't say that being short limits you in any way, shape, or form. It just means you have to deal with that thing, right. okay? So you have to figure Something that out, with. 100%. Now, the thing that you're going to use to overcome it is confidence, Coming from a place of, I know exactly where I am, I know what my height is, and I'm not going to be fucking weird about it. And the second, the second you are totally secure in your insecurities, as you were saying, I'm not saying that it, it isn't an issue, but that you're not turning and looking for approval, you make exactly zero apologies for your height, like you just fucking own it, that is you. Then all of a sudden, people are so much more drawn to confidence than they are to height mm -hmm. that all of a sudden, like, whoa, like it is your confidence that people are responding to. Mm -hmm. And it is like a magnet. And it will attract people who are like, I never thought I would date somebody shorter than me. But like, it's just not, it's a non-issue. And what they mean by that, it's a non-issue for that person. And that they make up for it, make up for it, air quotes, air quotes. They make up for it by getting really good at other things. So whether that's um, they are successful, they are a talented athlete. I just saw this online this weekend. There's this guy, he's 5'9", he's and he'll go, uh, do you know what a jump ball is in basketball? You jump with the ball? Yes, but it's like a, a specific <laughs> Don't thing. Don't judge me. It's a specific thing soccer. where they, they throw the ball up and two people jump for it at the same oh, time yeah, and try to yeah, tip the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this guy's 5'9". Like Perfect. So this guy is 5'9", and he goes against guys that are like 6'9", mm -hmm. and he finds ways to win. So sometimes it's just he outjumps. Other the guys that are a foot yeah, taller yeah, than him. Yeah. Other times it's that he can tell where they're going to tip it. Right. And so he'll run. So instead of actually even trying to tip it, he Very just runs small. to where they tip it to and he grabs right. it. And I thought that's the answer. Yeah. So for the overwhelming wall of humanity that is five, nine and decides they could never be in the NBA, this guy and a whole slew of other people who, you know, don't have that kind of height. They find other ways to get good at something mm -hmm. else. So anyway, I can feel that I could go on and on and on about this forever, but don't look for other people's affirmations. Like you have to give them to yourself. You've got to be so good at some other thing that's relevant to that, that you, that it's just a non-issue. You figure out how to work around it. And then literally for me, just knowing that obsessively being insecure about it, it there, there isn't a single win that comes out of that. Yeah. Nothing, mm -hmm. zero zip. Like absolutely no good behavior comes from obsessively thinking about something that you're insecure about it. So do something to address it or move on. Yeah. And, um, the one thing that came to mind actually while you were talking was when I was at the kind of, let's say the lowest of my low of digestive issues where I literally could barely eat anything. I was just losing weight and like just 
withering away. I remember emotionally, because I wasn't able to sustain food inside me to get all the nutrients, I recognized that my emotions were kind of all over the place, which isn't normally me. And I could feel that I was getting sensitive and really like um, low self-esteem. And I remember feeling like that. I could use all the blame in the world, right? It's the food. Like I, um, I don't feel attractive and, you know, cause I couldn't work out. And so I kept looking for you for like compliments and if you weren't giving it to me or I would feel like less than I like, I wouldn't have the confidence. And then one day it just hit me. I thought no one wants to, cause I'd look right. Like, Oh babe, my muscles are gone. Oh look, my butt's getting saggy. And you know, those sort of things in the hopes of you wanting you to say, no, babe, you look beautiful. And then I realized I'm looking for the external validation and that's not sexy. So the fact that I want you to find me sexy, I'm actually doing something that I feel is doing the opposite because it's not attractive when someone's insecure like that. So I thought, force it. You literally said it earlier, fake it until you make it. And I just thought, even if I have to fake it, I have to tell myself, Lisa, you're beautiful. Lisa, you're sexy. Lisa, your husband loves you. Um, Wear something awesome that's going to knock his, you know, like socks off. But don't approach things to want to get the compliment by putting yourself down. And I remember that so clearly. And I was like, you've got to stop. Like, you can't say one more negative thing about yourself. um, And you have to walk in with confidence and I remember doing that and then changing it like your reaction to me changed and I don't know if it wasn't necessarily deliberate because I don't think I necessarily said it out loud but I could feel you be like oh baby you look good today because I felt good and I was forcing myself to have that confidence and then it's kind of like the vicious cycle the spiral right it's then you start complimenting me then I start feeling actually feeling good so I actually have to fake it less and then in faking it less I feel right so yeah, and I, let's change the word fake to what you focus on, right? So you focus on the things that you can control. You can control your attitude. Mm-hmm. So you're, instead of letting yourself wallow in these negative thoughts, you're forcing yourself to wallow in positive thoughts, in the truth about the human condition. And if you lead with confidence mm-hmm. that you're going to feel better, which is going to make me respond and all of that. There's, yeah, there's a... That whole concept that you fake it till you make it, like there is truth in that. There is something real in there, but mm. the words don't get from people what they should. I need to find a better way to say that. Because I totally faked it. <sighs> yeah, I know what you mean. But there's there's nuance in this one because I know what you did and you put yourself in a positive state of mind. You'd focus on the things that were real. You focus on the things you control. You focus on like the fact that you were smart enough, as much as I hate that word, smart enough to realize you needed to do that, to switch your attitude. You felt good about really going through the gyrations to not let yourself be sucked down by the negative feelings to rise above what you were going through, right? So the confidence is actually emanating in a real way from all of those things, even though it was to mask over something else that really was legitimate insecurity. And it's that nuance that I think either helps people then really do it versus going, I don't know how to fake it, right? So, uh, yeah, so... I don't want to derail us on that, but it's, it's actually something I think about. 